What's going on, folks? What's going on? Happy New Year to all. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the 310 Podcast, Playoff Edition. I'm your man, K-Mart, and I'm just coming at you guys like I always love to do. Um, hey, the regular season's over. Um, it's time to get into these playoffs. Tomorrow, the playoffs tomorrow, it's arguably starts the best, like one of the best, um, three, like three of the best four weekends of the year in terms of football. You got the NFL playoffs starting off. So basically today, I'll just be kind of just kind of just recapping um, kind of what happened, um, the final, um, how, how the regular season played out and getting to these playoffs. So, hey, I'm going to get, let's get started. Hey, let's start off with the AFC. Um, hey, the AFC East, once again, is won by the New England Patriots. Um, this is, I, I'm, this, um, this division is just owned by them, but. We did see we did some see, see some little a little chink in the armor. Um, we actually had a team that was able to challenge challenge uh, for the most part was the Buffalo Bills. But me, unfortunately, New England <laughs> was able to pull through and claim the NFC uh, the AFC East. Um, they like I said, they won it every, every year ever since to, uh, the 2008 season. So right now, New England they move on to the playoffs, but. They had a shot at getting the number one, uh, the number two spot and a bye in in the playoffs, but somehow, some way, they allowed the Miami Dolphins to come into their crib and beat them, thus putting the Patriots down as the third as the third seed and having to play on Wild Card Weekend. That was a that was a major upset. I mean, I think everybody pretty much had in their minds that New England was going to get the bye week. And pretty much just going from there. So this AFC East, I think next year we're definitely we're definitely going to see some changes. Um, it could, like I said, it just depends on what these other teams like Miami, Buffalo, and the Jets decide to do this offseason. But as of right now, it was won by the Patriots, even though it was kind of close. Um, the next division we'll move down to is the AFC North which was won by the Ravens. Um, I know that I predicted the Steelers to win the division. So, hey, you know, hey, I'll definitely take the L on that. But that man, Lamar Jackson, definitely solidified himself as an MVP, th- uh, as the MVP, um, hands down. I mean, for the most part, I know early in the season, I was kind of hyping Russell Wilson and, and possibly uh, Deshaun Watson. But this dude, this dude, Lamar Jackson, just took the lead by storm and was killing it. Um, man, he put up some, he put up some outstanding numbers and for the most part, that offense looked unstoppable. Um, they, I mean, he definitely has the tools to, um, he definitely has the tools around him, such as like the, uh, Mark, uh, such as Mark Ingram, uh, his three tight ends, Hollywood Brown and a solid defense. Um, they go in as the number one seed finish and finishing 14 and two. Um, the rest of the teams in that division, um, the Bengals, blah. They they're pretty much they're pretty much on the clock for this year's draft, followed by the Browns, who a lot of people predicted playoffs. I mean, I did too. I did predict that maybe they they may sneak in at, um, as a playoff team, um, but for the most part, yeah, they were very disappointing. Finishing six and ten, they fired they fired their head coach Freddie Kitchens, which honestly I think he was just over he was just over his head with this. And then you also have the Steelers, who. I mean, up until the final week of the regular season, they they had a shot to make the playoffs. I mean, they they had only thing they had to do was beat Baltimore in Baltimore without Lamar Jackson in majority of their starters. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, I think those injuries really took um took their toll on this team. Um, I mean, you're not having Big Ben, you're not having Le'Veon Le'Veon Bell, you're not have you don't have uh, James Conner and A. B. and plus Juju Smith Schuster was hurt. But um, yeah, it, it it definitely sucks for the Steelers. I mean, like I said, they had they had a shot. They definitely had a shot at it. But you know what? Um, they just need to get healthy. Um, and now the now the question now the question is, um, going into this offseason is what's going to happen with Big Ben? Is he going to come back for one more season? From from what I've got, from what I've seen and heard from reports, that yeah, he doesn't have any inclination of retiring. Looks like he's going to come back. And pretty much what the Steelers had to do, they just have to just surround them with the weapons. And matter of fact, for the most part, just stay healthy. 
They just have to stay healthy. They have to get Juju Smith uh, Schuster back. They did find a stu- uh They find a di- find a diamond in the rough by the name of James Washington, who who's that other wide receiver who definitely uh, made some plays um, throughout the season, as well as a, as um, as well as a punt returner. So getting getting. Getting healthy is the is the thing for Pittsburgh. This is arguably, in my opinion, Mike Tomlin's best coaching job um, because I mean he pretty much had he pretty much was working with scrap. I mean he had to he had to work with Mason Rudolph and he had to work with um, I think I believe his name is Duck Rogers as the other quarterback and basically you're pretty much just kind of just behind the eight ball. But hey, they were able to um, to somehow get eight wins. I think, like I said, improved health. I think they'll be back in playoff contention. <coughs> All right, so with that being said, let's move on down to the AFC South. That is the Houston Texans. Um, I did predict them to win the AFC South. Um, I thought maybe, I thought I thought they were probably the most complete team in that division. But, yeah, there um, you saw you saw a solid play from Deshaun Watson. Let's see if he can get that first playoff win under his belt. Um, and then you also have the Tennessee Titans, who were able to squeeze into the playoffs. Um, I'm I'm very impressed with the Titans. I'm very impressed with them. Um, they they definitely surprised me this season. Um, I mean, and it was in of course. I mean, Marcus Mariota. They put him on the bench, and they somehow resurrected Ryan Tannehill's career. I don't know how they did it, but this guy is playing the way that his draft status predict, predicted that he would. So. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Tannehill and as well as NFL rushing champion Derrick Henry, man, this dude is an animal. I don't know. Uh, this dude had the this dude has the power and the speed to break break away um, break away from tackles. Man, I, I know who I know whoever they play in the playoffs. Um, I believe they're gonna play New England, but I think they're gonna give them all that they can handle. Um, I I'll know it. I'll, I'll get into the playoffs. I'll get into the playoffs during the next segment, but um, for the most part, yeah, um, I, I do like I do like some of the weapons that they have, Corey Davis, as well as uh, AJ Brown, and I, I believe I spoke about him last week. Is that I mean they really they really found a gem in this guy. Um, he just had to continue to improve and just um, work on his craft. I think I mean he has good genes. He has good uh, football wide receiver genes with him, <laughs> with his cousin being A.B., Antonio Brown. So I really think that, yeah, the Titans, I mean, they, they definitely have a formula going forward, which I think is that, 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 that could serve them well going into the playoffs. So with that, I mean, then you finish up with Indianapolis and Jacksonville. Um, I know Indianapolis, um, I mean, they kind of started off low-key kind of behind the eight ball with Andrew Luck being out, um, well, well, let me not say out. He retired uh, during the preseason, so that definitely kind of put them behind the eight ball. Um, but I mean, hey, Jacoby Brissett, I mean, he definitely showed some promise. Um, he definitely showed that he can actually he can actually be a competent um, quarterback and actually kind of lead a team. Um, it just sucks that he got hurt um, during the season, as well as injuries to T.Y. Hilton. Um, or else, hey, the Colts the Colts may have had a shot at uh, at um, getting into the playoffs. So. And then, of course, then we we finish up with the Jaguars, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Um, my main man Nick Foles got hurt during the first quarter of the regular season against KC. Couldn't really get, couldn't really get his mojo. And I mean, and he was he was eventually benched by uh, in favor of Gardner Minshew. Now we don't know what's going to happen with Foles going into. Um, going into next season, he does have a very high cap number. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Could they? Could they release him? Could I mean? Could they try to uh, Jacksonville try to find another quarterback or go with Gardner Minshew? Um, I will say. I will say this though. Um, Dare? Um, not Derek. Not Derek Henry. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette balled out. Um, I know. I, I know. I definitely had some questions about his durability because I mean, it seems like every year. Every year he's played, he's had some type of injury that kept him out for a while. So right now, um, like I said, I mean, he just has to build on this. If he can build on this, he'll have a successful career. And so with that being said, let's move on to the AFC West. I did predict KC to win this division, and they pretty much won it pretty handily. 
Um, they finished out twelve and four. Um, despite Patrick Mahomes missing some time, some time with that knee with um uh, with that kneecap issue, but hey, they were able to right the ship. Finished twelve and four, and and as well as I me, mean, they actually showed some improvements on defense, which is which is very which is very surprising to me. They finished they finished the season very well. Um, they were able to force turnovers and actually get stops. Something that I mean that played them last year um, during the playoffs. Um, they come, they go into, they're pretty much going into, they go into this playoffs pretty much healthy. Um, they get a bye thanks to the, the Dolphins win, um, in New England last week. So that is big. So if New England is able to, um, beat Tennessee, they go to Arrowhead, which I know Kansas city definitely wants them. They definitely want to play them and get back from what happened, um, in the AFC title game a year ago. So, I mean, pretty much rounding out the division, I mean, you got the Broncos um, finishing 7-9. and nine. <sighs> I mean, they they definitely need to – they definitely need to address this quarterback position because, I mean, aside from, like I said, I mean, Peyton Manning, well, Peyton Manning um, when they won the, um, won the Super Bowl, I mean, that – that quarterback position uh, – that quarterback position has been very – has been – Beyond terrible, I mean they they tried Joe Flacco, didn't really work out. Um, they did um, they they picked up the and I cannot I cannot for the for the life of me I cannot remember that uh, the rookie that uh, that they had. Uh, I think Jake it's not Jake Locker. I can't think of it. So please, all those Bronco fans, don't kill me, don't kill me if I can't remember your quarterback, your your rookie quarterback. But um, he did show some promise. Um, it's just the fact of the matter that I mean. At the end of the day, John Elway is quote unquote supposed to be the the um, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, he has to some and and he's also the GM. He has to somehow find a way to to get a competent quarterback in this in that building for for his team. Because I mean, without without a competent quarterback, I really don't see them going far anytime soon. So. With that being said, let's let's move on down. Let's move on down to well, it's going to be now the Las Vegas the the, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. So now, and, and you know, in me personally, I feel bad for those Raiders, uh, the Oakland fans, because I mean, they are one of the most loyal. They're probably one of the most loyal fan bases in the NFL, despite how bad the Raiders have been since whew, since the eighties, in a sense. Um, I'm. But overall, I mean, right now, right now, the I really don't really don't know what where the Raiders really want to go with this. I mean, do they really want to get um um do they really really want to keep David Carr as their quarterback? I know they had the Antonio Brown fiasco in preseason, which I think kind of what kind of set them back a little bit, and that kind of really put them behind the eight ball to start the season. I mean, they had a suspension to Vontez Burfick. And, I mean, and, and with all that, they had a shot to make the playoffs. They had a shot. Um, and only thing, they, they had to beat the Broncos. They had to beat the Broncos. And I can't I can't really remember all the other scenarios. that, But I think almost all of them either broke right or or I think maybe one. I, I think it's had something to do with that Baltimore game. I can't really remember correctly. But right now um, – Right now, the Raiders, I mean, yeah, they're definitely in a transition period. So, and I know that they're going to want to bring some star power or something into that franchise as they make that transition to Vegas. But <sighs> with that being said, I mean, no more Oakland Raiders. It's it's called it's now the Las Vegas. It's called the the Las Vegas Raiders. So, with that being said, let's move on down. Let's move on to sunny Southern California, where the Chargers. They finished with a pathetic five and eleven record. Um, I know, I, I believe I picked, predicted them to make the playoffs, but unfortunately, didn't happen. A lot of inconsistencies, a lot and a lot of injuries. Um, I mean, it all started with Melvin Gordon holding out um, during the preseason and part of the regular season. I mean, Austin, but I mean Austin Eckler, he did show some promise as um, as a running back. I really don't know what they're going to do in terms of the running back situation. I mean, are they going to try to trade Melvin Gordon? Or they're gonna are they gonna try to work a deal with him or what? So 
let's see what happens. And then I know the biggest the biggest question going into to next season is what they, what are they going to do with Phillip Rivers? Um, I mean, at this point in time, I think I think it's time for Phillip Rivers to kind of. I think it's time for him to kind of shut it down because I mean, you look at it, I mean, you just you can just tell I mean, just the inconsistent play on his part. Um, he clearly is not the player that he once was like about four or five years ago. Uh, I mean, they do have they they do have the weapons. Um, they 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 have the tight end Hunter Henry. They have the wide rec- wide receivers Keenan Allen and um and Mike Williams. They have Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. They, they do have a decent offensive line and a solid defense with um with Joey Bosa and um Ingram. And so going into next season, yeah, uh, I don't know if they're going to – I know Tyrod Taylor is their backup quarterback, I mean, but do they really trust him to carry the um, to carry the load as the quarterback going into next season for all 16 games? Or do you have to maybe go make a play for somebody else? Um, I do know there's a quarterback in, in, in Boston who's a six-time Super Bowl champion. Um, I know his contract is up after this season. I don't know, man. Could they could they really make a play for him? I mean, I could personally see it. Um, bringing um, bringing Brady to sunny Southern California and into that new that new epicenter in uh, in Inglewood. So, yeah, um, I could really see that happening, and that would definitely turn the AFC West into a real competitive division. Because I mean, you got the Chiefs. You got if Brady goes to the Chargers. And then you have, I mean, depending on what Denver does, as well as um, as well as the Raiders. I mean, you never know. The AFC West could probably make a bounce back. So, I believe in the playoffs. I, uh, well, I believe I picked like like I said, um, my division winners. I believe I picked if I remember correctly, I picked Pittsburgh, the Steelers, the Texans, and the Chiefs to win it. So, I mean, for the most part, I mean, I was pretty much right at three out of four. I mean. I uh, definitely didn't see what was going to uh, be taking place in Baltimore, but I mean, hey, they did that. So congrats to them. So basically the the way the playoffs shakes out is uh, on Saturday or tomorrow, the the Patriots, they'll play the Titans in, in snow, in a, uh, in cold, blustery New England. They'll be in Foxborough. Um, I think... I mean, off the experience-wise, I think New England should win. The fact that, I mean, they're at home. They rarely lose playoff games. I mean, I believe the, the last time they actually lost a playoff game at home, I believe, was to Baltimore in the AFC title game back in, I believe, the 2012 season. But other than that, I mean, uh, wait a minute, was it? Yeah, it was. It was the Ravens. It was the Ravens. So, yeah, at first, I, cause I, I do remember the Jets getting them one year and also the Ravens getting them another time. So, but yeah, I think um, I think I'm uh, and man, I'm kind of undecided with this one. Like I said, I, I mean, you would think New England should win, but just the way that they've been playing has been it hasn't been ple- it hasn't been visually pleasing to say the least. I mean, the offense just looks bogged down. Brady's not really getting time. The offensive line is pretty much giving him not really giving them much time. And like I said, I mean, the wide receivers aren't getting much separation. But, I mean, Brady, Brady has, as, even with that, I mean, Brady, I mean, himself hasn't also looked, look, has, hasn't played that well. Um, I mean, could it be that father, father time is actually um, creeping in? We'll see what happens. Um, they do have a defense that, I mean, that definitely is, is good at making uh, making adjustments, not just from, have to have, but um, from play to play and in, in, in sequence to sequence. So I think what they're going to, they're definitely going to try to mix it up and make things difficult for Ryan Tannehill. Um, the thing is Ryan Tannehill cannot have, uh, have not have any turnovers. If they, if they have any, if they um, turn the ball over early in the game and get New England a short field, even with that, even with that bogged down offense, I, New England might be able to put up some points. Um, the Titans they have to establish Derrick Henry. I think they can. I, I really think they can. I mean, because one thing he he's very good at he's very good at wearing out defenses. He's very good at that and chewing up the clock. That's the thing. That's what Tennessee has to do. They have to win at the line of scrimmage. 
defense, the defense pretty much, they, they just have to just not make any mistakes. They just got to cover. If they cover, if they cover, and if they get if they get some heat on Brady, I think uh, I think Tennessee could win. But do I really see it happening? Mm, no, not really. It's just the fact, man. It's like this is the question: is when will Ryan Tannehill turn back into a pumpkin, to say the least? I don't know. But I got New England winning. Um, I think it'll be clubby one of those like. 21, like like maybe 24-14 wins or something like that. Um, not really expecting a shootout, but I think New England just off experience should win. Would I be surprised if Tennessee wins? Maybe, maybe. So with that being said, um, the, second, um, the second playoff game, which is actually the first one of the day, is Buffalo and, and the Texans in Houston. Um, this is kind of like uh, – a playback from the Buffalo Bills and Houston Oilers playoff games or the Bills Tennessee Titans in a sense because I mean hey it's a Houston team or former Houston team but um Houston um I can they have I don't believe I don't believe they won a playoff game since maybe 2012 2013 those years where they beat the Bengals in the playoffs in the wild card but I got Buffalo winning this game I I, I just for some reason I like what Buffalo's doing I like their defense I like the running game, and if Josh Allen can just make a couple plays here and there and not turn the ball over or take or make yeah like take any stupid stupid sacks or anything like that, I think they can win. I really think they can win this game. So yeah, um, I have Buffalo. Um, I have Buffalo and New England pulling um, pulling it off. Um, I'm gonna take a take a quick little break, and then I'm gonna come back and talk about the NFC. All right, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. So basically, right, we start off with the NFC. Uh, we're going to head out west to the NFC West division. And pretty much, hey, got to give them credit. You got to give them credit. The Fort, the San Francisco 49ers literally came out of nowhere, went 13-3, and was basically, along with the Saints and a couple of teams, probably the more dominant teams in the NFL this season. Uh, finished off with a 13-3 record, won the NFC West. Um Followed by Seattle, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Um, as as you know, hey, the Rams, they were defending NFC champions. Couldn't make it back. Couldn't make it back uh, for that for that return trip, which is, I mean, nowadays it's, it's virtually impossible to do, especially after going and lo- losing the Super Bowl. Um, you rarely see teams who lost the previous year go back anymore. I mean, maybe back in the day, I mean, you will see, you will see like with Buffalo and a um, couple of maybe Denver back in the day. But nowadays with so much parity, you're not really going to get a lot of repeat, uh, repeat losers back to the Super Bowl. For some reason, it just doesn't happen. I don't know if, it, if it's just, um, I don't know, just maybe the, the hangover of, of losing the Super Bowl, but like 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 I said, you really don't see too many teams going back after they took a nail. <clears throat> and then also, hey, you got the Cardinals. Hey, finishing up five and ten. Um, we did see some promise. Um, Kyler Murray, he definitely had some. Um, he had some high some high water marks. Um, uh, throughout this season, but then again, there are times where you saw where his inexperience really really came into play. But. Going back to the top of that division, I mean, you have the Seattle Seahawks who finished second, and oh my God, they were so close to winning that division and not having to go to Philadelphia uh, for the wild card round. But I mean, hats off to Seattle. I mean, hey, once again, I mean, hey, him and uh, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, they they find a way to to um, to string it together a solid, another solid season. Um, they bought Beast Mode back back into the fray. Um, especially after the loss of Chris Carson, uh, Chris Carson, and and, um, and Rashad Penny, uh, they definitely needed some help. So yeah, they they went they went back to the past and bought Beast Mode. And but in regards to that game against the 49ers, um, I mean it's definitely questionable. Um, at least should have been. I mean if the if the refs are not going to look at pass interference, they should at least review it. I mean they didn't even take a look at it at all, and that. Basically, could have caused Seattle a trip to the Super Bowl, but 
that's that's just the way this season's been going, especially with that stupid um pass interference rule. But that's that's a different story for a different day. But like I said, I me mean, hats off when going back to the top, like I said, hats off to the 49ers. Um like I said, I me, mean, yeah, they're definitely the best team throughout the regular season and definitely showed why, especially with some impressive wins down the stretch. Um Jimmy Garoppolo, um He's going to get his shot. He's definitely going to get his shot um, in the playoffs. Um, definitely going to have um, – he, and he's going to be at home. He does play a lot better at home. Um, like I said, I mean, the 49ers, yeah, they, they definitely had some impressive victories down the stretch, especially against the Saints and they beat um, – and the Rams and the Seahawks. So, hey, they did what they had to do. They got home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Um, they definitely have a solid offense. That running game – is that that running game is very underrated and you also got like a very impressive receiving core receiving core they're going to be a problem taken out in the nfc so with that hey let's head down south to the nfc south division i did predict the um the saints to win this division because i mean and like i told you in the preview show i mean it used to be the same team doesn't win doesn't win back to back division titles, but the Saints kind of bump bumped that theory and won the division once again. And they, they pretty much had no no real threat in this division. I mean, they they fin- they also finished the season thirteen and three, and the next closest contender was seven and nine. And of course, New Orleans. I mean, hey, they they've had that they've had that knack of coming up coming up on some heartbreaks during the playoffs. I mean, as we know, the Minnesota Miracle in twenty seventeen, last year the the non call passing the non pass interference against the Rams in the title game. So they and so pretty much yeah, they're very they're poised to to make a run at it. Do I think they could do it? I mean it's going to be tough. I mean, I know, I mean, if they had legitimate, if they had home field advantage in the number one seed, then you know what, then you can virtually almost put them as a lot to possibly make it to the Super Bowl. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they definitely do have the offensive weapons. I mean, Michael Thomas, who broke the NFL record for, um, for catches in the season. I mean, of course you got Drew Brees and, and the other requisite weapons. And then, I mean, you got a defense that's, it's a bend but don't break defense. I mean, they're very good at home. Um, I'm just not sure on how how they will travel on the road. Should they should they um, should they win their wild card game? Um, so, like I said, I me mean, hey, Sean Payton, Drew Brees. I mean, that's a very tough combination combination to stop at home. So we'll see what happens. Uh, follow and then the next team that we we have to talk about is those Dirty Birds from Atlanta, um, who finished seven and nine. Another, I mean, and you know what? I do give them some credit because I mean they started off the season horribly. <laughs> I mean, man, they they suffered some terrible losses, and I mean losing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, man, they lost they lost at Indianapolis, at Tennessee. I mean, they they gave up fifty three to Houston. They lost to Kyler a Kyler Murray led um, Cardinals team, and <laughs> I mean basically, I mean I'm. I was surprised that they were actually to, um, they were actually able to turn it around as well as they were able to. Uh, they were able to save Dan Quinn's job, which I was very shocked because I mean there was indications during midseason that I me mean, hey he was he was on his way out, but hey they turned it around. They finished they finished strong. I will say that they did finish strong, and <sighs> they have next season to look forward to. Um, but the thing is though, I mean. Can Matt Ryan can still continue to be that guy, and Kitty Kitty actually get over the hump and actually lead his team to a Super Bowl win? I mean, we all know about the twenty-three to eight scenario, but I mean, right now, I mean, like I said, just the way that he started off this season, I mean, yeah, definitely made some fame uh, some fans pretty uncomfortable. And then you got Tampa Bay, Jameis, 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 Jameis. I mean, they bought the QB whisper in, in Bruce Arians. I mean, we thought that they would be able to at least kind of cut down on those interceptions. But this fool ends up having <laughs> finished the season with 30 picks. How? <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? I mean, I mean, it, but don't get me wrong. I mean, you know what? The man threw for 5,000 yards. And <laughs> but it's like, man, I mean, and he threw 33 TDs to 30 picks. 
I mean, I can't even tell you, I can't even tell you the last time I seen a player throw 30 picks in the season. But I mean, they attempt um there were reports that came out last week that they would bring Jameis back uh, next season. I mean, but I mean, at, at this point, they got to figure out what they really have with this guy. I mean, maybe a second year with Bruce Arians may um, may do some wonders. But, I mean, at this point, I mean, he might just be what he is. I mean, he's a gunslinger. He's a turnover machine. I mean, he I mean, he'll he'll throw the rock. He That's one thing he will do. He will yoke that rock. But at this point in time, I mean, can you really win with a guy like that? And then we have care. We finish up with Carolina. Cam, no Cam, and that's that's pretty much been what it is this past season and part of last year, is that no Cam. I mean, don't and don't get me wrong. I mean, hey, they they have a they have a legitimate um, threat back there back in that backfield with McCaffrey, and who is arguably one of the best backs in the league. But as you saw, I mean, with no with no legitimate passing game. It's not really much he's going to really do. Uh, I mean, yeah, he got off to a great start. But, I mean, as you saw, I mean, he did. Um, teams kind of start ganging up on him, especially as Cam went out, went out and the quarterback play diminished. And right now, I mean, they're going to be looking for a new head coach this, um, this offseason. So, at this point in time, I mean, man, it's not, it's, not looking too sh- it's not looking too shabby down in the Bible Belt. So, Carolina, man. Y'all got y'all definitely have some work to do. Now we're gonna move up north to the NFC Nars division. Um, I believe I picked the Minnesota Vikings to win this division just off the weapons that they have and another year for Kirk Cousins in that system. Eh, I was wrong. The Packers pretty much regained that regained their throne as top as the Kings of the North finishing up with 13, 13 wins and three losses. Uh Aaron Rodgers has a defense. I mean, that that defense is going. That defense plays very well at home, and going into this playoffs, I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers definitely going to. He has the necessary tools in terms of the running game to get there. He has Devontae Adams back there. Some, um, um, some, and he does have some wide receivers. Even though they're not household, but I mean, for the most part this season, they they got they got the job done. The thing is, though, I mean, hey, we just got we need to see what what type of play we'll get from Aaron Rodgers. Will he be sort of like the game manager type that, that a lot of people have have said that he's been? Or will he be go back to the old Aaron Rodgers and start throwing that ball around? I think I think more I think more than anything, I think they'll probably go back to more of the game. Um, more of they'll, they'll in my opinion, I think they'll more go more to uh i would say more like a just continue the balance attack um mixing their passes with the run um aaron jones and jamal williams definitely been chewing up yardage green bay has a solid offensive line so honestly at this point take advantage of that ride that running game and that defense to the super bowl aaron aaron Rodgers doesn't really need to do as much as he used to do because i mean there there are times where aaron was throwing 400 yards 30 some t 30 40 tds but yet that defense gets torched and they get sent home so he's going to have a he's going to have a shot and he's going to have a shot in two weeks to to use that home field advantage take advantage and try to get to the nfc title game um i really think they can i think they could do it um like i said it just depends on how the youngsters step up when the big time comes. So with that, hey, now on to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, they finished 10 and 6 in the division. Kirk Cousins um, played. Um, he, he had his ups and downs, but for the most part, he was solid. Um, you can't really say he can't really win the big one where he's won a number. Of, he's won some big games this season. So um, you definitely got to give him credit. I mean, I mean, they, they went into Dallas who won. And they they went to they went to LA to play the Chargers and and pretty much dusted them just my own and I think the only thing that pretty that kind of disappointed me with the Vikings was the injuries I mean but I mean that's something that you really can't control I mean they lost Adam Thielen for the season um and, well not not for the season but they lost him for a, a certain amount of weeks with that hamstring injury which definitely kind of stalled their offense a little bit but hey they was able and I just didn't like the I really one thing I didn't like about the Vikings is the fact that they didn't show up against Green Bay 
uh, with the season uh, with the season on the line. True, no, not well, I'm sorry, with the division on the line. True, they lost Dalvin Cook, but I mean, you guys got to show up on your home field. But but like I said, I mean, hey, they they did make the playoffs, um, and I mean, hey, as everybody knows, yeah, it, it can be very difficult to make it in there. Um, they still have a solid. They still have a solid defense. I think that could um, that could travel. It's just just where they where they have to play next. I don't know because they, they they're going to New Orleans. Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. They're on that mission. We'll see what happens. But I mean, I'll, I'll get into that. I'll get to that in a moment. And then you pretty much finish up with the Bears. And like I kind of predicted, they would not make the playoffs. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean, that offense, I mean, they definitely has some work ahead of them. I mean, I don't know if it's Matt Nagy. I don't know if it's Mitchell Trubisky, but something has to be done in, in regards to the um, with the Bears. I mean, they 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 basically wasted a solid defense with this with this um, putrid offense. I mean, David Montgomery didn't really. I mean, he had a good. I mean, he had a decent rookie season, but I mean, really, it was wasn't really much to really call home to. And then you go up north to the um, to the Motor City. The Lions finished three, twelve, and eleven this season. Uh, Matt Patricia, I mean, from what from what I saw today, he I mean he's going to keep his job, but he has to turn around this um, this coming season, or else. He might be he might be ghost after um, after next season. Um, they got to figure out what they're going to do with Matt Stafford. I mean, he's getting up there a little bit. Um, I mean, he has the weapons, Marvin Jones and, and Galladay. But it's just for some reason, it's just for some. It's just not clicking with Detroit. I don't know what it is. Uh, I mean, and the defense is not really nothing to really write home about. I mean, yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, it's. It's looking like another another bad off season. Well, it looks like uh pretty much look like a real dreary future coming up in Detroit. And we're gonna move to my favorite division, the NFC East. Um, we're gonna start at the bottom, <laughs> and we're gonna look at them. Washington Redskins finished three and thirteen. Um, basically, they pretty much have kind of been on tank mode the whole season. I mean, there was not really much to really look at over there. Um, they did fire, um, they did, well, like they did fire some of the personnel in the front office. Um, they, they did. And I will say this, they, they made a solid hire in head coach Rob Rivera and picked up Jack Del Rio to run the defense. Um, I will say that, I mean, they're, they're, they're going, they're going to have a nasty defense. They're going to have a real nasty defense. They have sweat back there. They have Kerrigan coming back. Um, just really depends on what kind of play we get from Josh, uh, from what they get from Josh Norman. I mean, can he return back to that all pro cornerback status or is he pretty much is what he is now? And it really wasn't much going into, uh, really wasn't much this season. So right now, watch, I believe they pick second or third. And it looks like they're going after that defensive, that defense, that DM from, um, from Ohio state. So we'll see what happens with that. And then let's head up, head up the turnpike to to the Mecca. Let's head up to New York. Um, the New York Giants finished four and twelve this season. <sighs> they um, they may have found their quarterback Daniel Jones, uh, their quarterback of the future Daniel Jones. Um, I mean, he definitely put up he he definitely put up some impressive games, uh, especially against the Redskins and a couple other performances. Um, he just has to get the playing time and the consistency. Now they have Saquon Barkley back there. I mean, he pretty much has to. Have, well, I believe he could rebound from an injury plague season this year. I think I think that 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 ankle injury that he had earlier this season really messed him up this season. Um, that and. Also, the injury to also um, Evan Ingram definitely hurt them as well. Um, one thing the Giants that they'll probably definitely they'll probably do during this offseason maybe adjust the wide receiver position because I mean they they do have um, they do have a couple they do have Sterling Shepard back there who just like just like a lot of the other Giants players were hurt this season. So getting him back next season will definitely help. Um, 
And other than that, um, oh, they also have, oh, I'm sorry, and I also forgot they have that, that rookie Darius Slayton, who definitely put up some numbers this season, as well as Golden Tate. Um, right now, like I said, with the Giants, they just really need to, A, get another uh, game-breaking receiver, as well as fix that secondary. Oh, my God, that secondary had some holes back there. And you guys know what I mean, not that. you get, they, they definitely blew a lot of coverages back there, and – Really, the Giants, yeah, and I'm not really sure on where they're gonna go with coaching. I know they, I know they fire, um, they also fire their head coach, and right now, I mean, I heard that they're looking at Mike McCarthy, so we'll see what, uh, we'll see what that. I, I think, in my opinion, I think they probably will go with a, an offensive-driven coach just to kind of give Daniel Jones that that extra that extra coaching that he's gonna need going forward, and so no. The Giants, I, I think, I think the Giants, I think they'll, they'll, they'll be, they'll definitely be some spoilers next year. Um, I, for them, I can maybe see maybe a six and ten, maybe seven and nine win season. So we'll see what happens. All right, and let's head down to Big D. Talk about them Cowboys. <laughs> oh man, Dallas is eight and eight. I mean, something that's been pretty common around there the last decade. Um, Jason Garrett is still the head, um, is still the head coach, even though there are some rumors going around that he may not be back, but I mean, I, and I'm not going to know it, bump that. Yeah. I'm a trash on him a little bit. Yeah. All them Cowboys fans that talk trash all year long. It, and, and what's the bad, and the bad part is, is that they had, for the most part, they had a healthy, they had a healthy, healthy squad. I mean, I think the only significant injury that they probably had was um, Leighton Vanderish, their other, um, their middle linebacker, and I believe one of their linemen may have gotten hurt. Uh, I think Lionel, Lionel Collins, I think he may have hurt himself. But other than that, I mean, they were pretty much healthy this whole season. And the fact that they severely underachieved when a lot of people predicted them to go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. I mean, heck, I, I'm predicting them to at least make the playoffs and maybe make a, and make a run at the NFC title game. But it wasn't meant to be. But so basically, there's some definitely some questions. I mean, first of all, I mean, who who's going to who's going to coach the team? I mean, you got Jerry Jones. I mean, and you know how he likes to he likes to be. He likes to be in the center, the center of attention. So, I mean, will he really part with Jason Garrett, his puppet? I mean, basically, the man loves him like a son. Can he can he really part with him? It remains to be seen. It really does. Then on top of that, you gotta you gotta pay Dak. I mean, I mean, the man is asking for thirty five to almost forty million dollars, and but basically, his contract is about to be up pretty soon. Matter of fact, matter of fact, his contract is up after this year. So, I mean, will they, and probably what they'll probably do, they'll probably franchise them. They'll probably just kind of work the the numbers uh, throughout the offseason. I think probably come, I'll say maybe training, maybe right before training. And I believe they they may have like a deal in place for him. So, but we'll see. And then on top of that, then you got to worry about trying to pay Amari, Amari Cooper. I mean, you getting, you're pretty much paying Zeke his money. You're paying. Then you got to get Dak paid. Matter of fact, yeah, Dak Dak needs to be paid before it really before anybody in a sense because I mean, well, no, no, Dak needs to be paid before anybody else. Um, and then on top of that, you got you got to try to pay Byron Jones. You and I'm pretty sure they're going to try to maybe address the free agent market, free agency market. I'm not really sure on what Randall uh, Randall Cobb's contract situation looks like, but I mean, they have they have some major decisions coming up. This offseason, and I mean, I don't. I mean, is old man Whitney gonna come back, or is he gonna is he gonna try to, or is he gonna um, just kind of ride to the sunset? That remains to be seen. But I mean, Dallas, they definitely do have some questions going into next season, and some stuff that really needs to to be addressed. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, they're they're. I will say this. They're a very talented team. They have a very solid offensive line. They have they have a nice core, but it's just can they can they put it all together, make the make the playoffs, get deep into the playoffs, and actually compete for a Super Bowl title? 
we'll see what happens. And now, finally, we're going to move to the Philadelphia Eagles, the team that I predicted to win this NFC East. I just felt that, hey, look, the NFC East has been kind of going back and forth between teams ever since the Eagles won in 2004. Um, it hasn't been a repeat champion. There won't be one this season. The Philadelphia Eagles found a way to get through the season through with injuries, with <laughs> with snitches, with critics, and still won the division. Um, and they pretty much did it with <laughs> role players on offense. Well, I'm um, sorry, practice squad players such as Greg Ward. You have um, you have a, a rookie. You have two rookies by the name. Well, uh, I believe the name is Burnett. One name Burnett. Another name is Robert Davis, I believe. You have a rookie, Miles Sanders, back there. Another practice squad player in Boston Scott. And then on top of you got Zachers and Dallas Goddard. And then. And pretty much going into the playoffs, I mean, especially the question is, I mean, man, can can they actually put up enough offense to actually do something when they get there? Um, I'll get into the play. I'll get into their playoff matchup in a minute. But I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, hey, Carson, I mean, the biggest thing is that Carson Wentz made it through the regular season healthy. That's something that a lot of the critics have been kind of on him about. But he did it. And he pretty much, and he did it. Me passing for over four thousand yards without having a receiver, uh, having a wide receiver hit scratch five hundred. True, yeah, he had Zachers and Dallas uh, Dallas Goddard doing stuff. But I mean, I'm just talking about like a wide receiver who can legitimately get space and 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 make a play downfield. He really doesn't have that. Um, now this defense, this defense really has to come on. And the good thing about the Eagles is that I mean they definitely do play defense, good defense at home. Now that at times that defense hasn't traveled real well, but at home they're pretty solid. So with so I mean I, I mean you, I really you really got to give them credit, like I said, especially able to overcome what they they had to overcome this season, and to still win the NFC East is a, a testament to to Doug Peterson's coaching, as well as. Um, the resolve and the championship medal of the other players on that team. So with that being said, that's how the league standing sh- uh, shaped out this season. Let's talk about this NFC playoffs. And so wild card weekend on Sunday. I mean, we start off in the big easy. You got the Vikings and the saints, a rematch from the Minnesota miracle from two years ago, as well as bounty is bounty gate from uh, the 2009, 2010 NFC title game. Um, this is a tough one because I mean I like the Vikings offense, but it's just some for some reason the Saints they always play well in the Superdome. Um, can Kirk Cousins find? Can Kirk Cousins win that elusive playoff win? Mm. And then you got Drew Brees and Michael Thomas on a mission to try to get back to the title game where they felt that they, that they were really really screwed out of. We don't know, but. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Saints. Uh, I'm gonna say the Saints pull off a close one. Um, it wouldn't. It would not be surprised if it came down to the end, uh, where one of these teams has a last shot at either a game-winning field goal or a game-winning TD, game-winning TD play. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But um, I'm definitely expecting some type of fireworks out there. Uh, you get you get two pro, um, prolific offenses, as well as I mean. As well as two um, two decent um, two, well I would say the Saints defense is, is decent. The Vikings defense is, has been pretty sound solid through um, throughout the season. So with that being said, hey, we'll move on from there. I got the Vikings pulling um, pulling out a W, and next we're gonna head off to the city of brotherly love where those Philadelphia Eagles will match up against the Seattle Seahawks. They did play earlier this season with the Seahawks winning, um, I believe, set, uh, 17-9 in Philly. Uh, that was arguably Carson Wentz, possibly his worst performance of his career. I know we had a bad one against the Saints last year, but um, he's playing a lot better. Um, he looks a lot more confident. It looks like these receivers kind of know what they want to do. And 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 the coaches, like they, they've also kind of saw – see what kind of weapons they have and how they can properly utilize them. Um, like I said, you have Greg Ward out there. You have uh, Robert Davis, you know, who were, who was on practice squad. But I mean, you got Dallas Goddard and 
from what I before I saw um, earlier today, it looks like Zach Ertz is gonna play. So that'll be a big that'll be a that'll be a big um, a big thing right there if Ertz can play because that gives Wentz another target to go to, and that's his and that's his main guy is Zach Ertz. Um, there's some questions along the offensive line. I mean, um, you lo- um, they lost um, Brandon Brooks, probably, arguably probably the best um, the best guard in the league. Um, they lost him to I believe like a uh, um, a separated shoulder during the last game of the season last week, and you lost. And Lane Johnson is, is looks like he looks like he's not going to play with that ankle injury that he hurt a few weeks ago. So um, it's going to be Big V. And uh, Matt Pryor back there trying to block Clowney and and the rest of the squad. So um, we'll see what happens with that. Then you, they're going to be against Russell Wilson, and this is a quarterback who, I mean, he's very cerebral. Um, he knows how to move within the pocket. He doesn't make a lot of negative plays. He doesn't really take a lot of sacks, and he can definitely escape from he pretty much escape from any type of coverage or or any type of uh, defenders um he's very elusive um and he and he's throwing he's throwing to some pretty good targets i mean he he has tyler lockett and he has the rookie dk metcalf um i know um when they played last time metcalf kind of let some left some plays out on the field um the eagles corners they got to be weary they got to be leery of him because i mean he definitely does have the speed to get deep um, and then you got Mar, um, you got Marshawn. I'm really, I'm not really too worried about Marshawn because the Eagles defense they they play good rush defense, especially at home. I mean, they did they get they did give up that long run to Saquon last week, but I mean that's Saquon. Um, but other than that, I'm not too concerned with Marshawn back there. Um, it's basically it's basically I'm just more concerned about Russell Wilson breaking containment and finding open receivers. The Eagles must get a hat on him, especially on third down. And, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to probably boil down to a game-winning drive by either Russell Wilson or Carson Wentz. Um, a lot of people saying Wentz hasn't been clutch, but, I mean, he's kind of dispelled He kind of dispelled all those rumors um, this um, the back half of the season. So we'll see what happens. Um, I did know um, I picked the Eagles to win the Super Bowl this year. I know I picked, predicted them to be um, to beat Kansas City in Miami. So, hey, I mean, I know a lot of people. They kind of, they kind of, they kind of get away from their picks as the season goes along. But hey, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with my smart with my preseason pick, and let's see what happens. So, that's it. That's it for um for another episode of the Three One O Podcast. I'm your command Kmart. Please enjoy these wild card weekend games and shoot. And if you have any questions or if you want to um, get in contact with the show, once again, you can email me at the310podcast at gmail.com. Shoot, send me a voice memo or something. Hey, let's talk about these playoffs. Let me let me know what your opinion is. So, like I said, my, man, my name is K-Mart. I'm going to catch up with you all later. Peace.